0: Good morning, Galahorn. This is Dave here, and this is the lost episode. Not so much that it was lost, it's just the fact that it took so long to generate. We originally filmed it right after the Super Bowl. It is the GMG in the Raw Super Bowl edition, where we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs' win over the San Francisco 49ers. But that easily morphs into our discussion about the Vikings the coaches, the cap situation, Kirk Cousins, how they're gonna bring it back or how they're gonna release some players to make room, etc. We also get into the fact that we congratulate Steve Hutchinson, great all-time left guard for the Minnesota Vikings on so making the Hall of Fame. One of the greatest left guards, not the greatest, but one of the greatest, obviously. And then we end up with a, a memorial per se for Chris Dolman. Heartfelt, much loved player, much loved memories. So, you want to enjoy this show? Let's get started. Go! This is the In The Raw Version Super Bowl Edition. And welcome as you join Ted, Andrew, and myself, Dave, as we celebrate the most American of institutions, the Super Bowl. As we watched the Kansas City Chiefs come back and defeat the San Francisco 49ers, to win Super Bowl Fifty Four, how you doing, Drew?
1: <laughs> I'm doing good. I just I watch these games and I think, man, if this is the Vikings right now, I'd really be nervous or something. And then, uh, <laughs> then you go. And hey, hey, play to the Vikings. <clears throat> you know, one of the I wrote a post this morning about how much I miss having the day of the Super Bowl. It's been many, many years, but uh, I thought it was an all right game. It played out okay. I thought the Niners kind of. Had them where they wanted to, and then Kansas City made some adjustments It came back. and Mahomes is a pretty good quarterback. You think? It was good. I had a good day. Good Super Bowl day. How about you guys? Good. Hey, I, I enjoyed it. I got to see Shakira shaking around, so that's
0: cool. That was a good day. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> I,
1: I, I recorded, I saved that, by the way. That little. Ted, uh, how are you doing?
0: Second uh, I thought
2: it was better I'd be against the law. Let's light this candle. Let's go
1: that's
2: <laughs> <Boo! laughs> all right it was I mean you know I I uh watch Super Bowl I get more and more irritated that the Vikings aren't in it you know I drew mentioned it's been what 40 so 77 after the 76 season so what 43 years since they've been in Five, the-
1: 516 months mr Glover <laughs> I mean you know and I I, I see teams like the
2: 49ers. They were terrible, and they they figured it out, and they got they got to the Super Bowl. They didn't win, but they got there. Chiefs figured it out, you know. First first Super Bowl win since the nineteen sixty nine season over our Minnesota Vikings, but that's the first time they'd even been back. Yeah. So you know, I, I just cool, whatever. Yeah, it's great game. Awesome. Sandy
1: Reid's first one, yes. So, yeah. How About the forty nine ers from four and twelve to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Something, they're doing something right over there. I don't know what it is, but
2: well, they 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 uh, beefed up their offensive line, beefed up their defensive line, and look where I got them.
0: Mm hmm. And they got a quarterback oh, with the and they got a quarterback with the it factor who is now twenty six and six for his career.
2: Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep,
0: yeah, he's twenty he six and six today.
2: Only thing, only oh, thing he would have been in between. And between the I and the
0: T. Well, and that, that gave him the six. He only had five losses before then. That, that yeah. when you're, I mean, he. you look at him skill-wise, and he's good, but he's not great, right? Even Kirk Cousins has better numbers in a lot of places. Is but,
1: Cousins better than Garoppolo?
0: In a, in a lot of numbers, Yes. He is.
1: No, I'm just talking about in terms of a quarterback, when you look at both of them and you evaluate them, do you think he's – who's better, Garoppolo or Cousins? I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Well, I would say – I'd have to sit and think on it for a a while. A lot of skills-wise, i.e. accuracy, depth ball, the whole works, um, Cousins is better. But when it comes to the it factor and be able to step outside the box and do things off script, Garoppolo's got to beat by a mile. And to me that's key, but that's just Dave. That's one of those factors I think it takes to win a Super Bowl. And tonight you had two quarterbacks that had that it factor. Obviously Mahomes has it in spades. When when the guy can sit there and look one direction and throw the other and complete a pass.
1: He didn't have it for three quarters as far as I'm concerned. He was but but the fact is that he could turn it on and, and get and rally his team back is the difference. Yeah. But for three quarters, I mean I know the Niners defense was good, but he was he was not only throwing picks that he never does, but he was just throwing some lame passes. Mahomes was off his mark. He but was. then he put his foot down and went, Fuck this, I'm gonna bring my team back, and that's the it factor. That's yes. The, that's, that's what he did. That's exactly so. it. But for three quarters, he was nothing really special out there. Neither of them were, really. The defensive line of San Francisco is really good. That Bosa was eating that guy's lunch all day. Yeah. <laughs> he was killing that guy off the edge. So He was. I don't know. I want what, to be playing what, in this game next What did you year, think
0: but... of the running games? Both I teams ran the effective.
2: ball. I thought they were both effective.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think Kyle Shanahan got away from it, and it and it cost him a <laughs> Another double-digit lead in a Super Bowl. So, just, uh, I mean, you know, if Kyle Shanahan ends up as a homeless alcoholic one day, we're going to know why. I mean, he, <laughs> he blows a 28-3 lead as the offensive coordinator for the Falcons in the Super Bowl. He blows a 10-point lead as a head coach for the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. I don't know, Matt, with 35 points in his last two Super Bowls.
1: Right. I forgot Ooh. he was the coordinator for that game, for the Falcons. He Fountains.
2: was. He was.
1: Oh. Me. Yeah.
2: I'd, I'd be drinking an awful lot of alcohol the next couple of days if I was Kyle Sanahan. Yeah. I'm yeah. good anyways. But, I mean, if I was Kyle Sanahan, I'd be drinking even more. But
1: <laughs> that, that guy has a tendency to get in uh, grooves of what he's calling some really good plays, though, End arounds and – you know, tight end screens off the – he play actions one way and, like, gets the flow of the defense. He has some good – I don't know. Maybe dropping the – dropping leads isn't good, though, in a Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> that, that's, that's John Madden. <laughs> that's my John Madden right there.
2: You got the lead, then boom, you don't. Know and you bang, you lost the lead.
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't think the Chiefs would be able to run the ball that well, to be honest. I didn't um, I think that helped them a lot in the long run. It just seemed like San Francisco had that game, and they just fucking let it get away in a matter of a couple drives. They did, yeah. Well, oh, it, it. and that's that
0: it factor, where Mahomes said, no, we're not going to let you run away from us, and took it.
2: Here, here's the thing that bothers me. I, I, every time I watch the Super Bowl, I go back, and I think about the Vikings.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course, we're uh, Vikings.
2: Especially when one of the teams... They're playing, one of the teams playing in the Super Bowl is one of the teams the Vikings played in the playoffs. And lost, and, too. Or in or, the regular Should've season. Won. They played the Chiefs in the regular season, too. Uh, so, why could the Chiefs run effectively, and the Vikings couldn't? Riddle me that, Batman.
0: Offensive line. I don't know. That, that's what it's got to be. It's either that or play calling. One or two.
1: That, that sort of thing really pisses me off, too. I mean, I look... When you're watching a game and you know it, you've already played that opponent, well, not with Kansas City, we couldn't even beat them with their backup quarterback.
0: No, yeah, no, but we should
1: have. But they didn't. I was, but I mean, they I, didn't. Yeah, I, I, that's I was the story the of the 2019 season. season. It, it comes down. I heard a guy say yesterday about the Super Bowl. There, you know, you hear all the analysts talk, and they say you know football games come down a lot to the last possession. Which this guy—that's the point the guy was getting to—and I started thinking about the Viking season. There's three games, maybe four, where the Vikings had the ball right at the end. You know, if they win those games, they got a bye, and they got home. I mean, it comes down – if they could pull those games out, they're 13-3. They're and three. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. lost every one of those games when they had the ball at the end. Every time, they lost.
2: And if I could lose 30 pounds and get plastic surgery, I'd be good looking.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just – you know, it just – Watching the Super Bowl just frustrates me anymore. I mean, I just, you know, I just want to see the Vikings hoist the Lombardi just one time. And, and it just feels after this season and with the stuff going forward, you know, with the offseason coming up, it just feels like it's getting farther and farther away. I don't know.
0: 2020
1: season, baby. <laughs> okay. Are we going to be okay. able to keep up with the San Francisco 49ers? I mean,
2: I, I, I mean, you know, the one thing about the NFL is, is it's so. Cyclical, and who is good now could very well not be very good next year. I mean, I I think, and and teams that go to the Super Bowl or go to their conference championship games and lose generally tend to have a down year the following season. You know, they call it the Super Bowl hangover or championship game hangover. I mean, the Vikings had it from 2017 to 2018. Um, I we'll see. I mean, I I just uh, does that mean that you know you the you know Packers got got throttled in the NFC championship. So we'll see if they have a downturn. I kind of thought they were sort of kind of a mirage at 13 and three. I think
0: uh, so too. Well, so who so. look, looking into the NFC, who is the class teams of the NFC going into 2020?
2: Seattle's always good. Um, you got to say Because San they Francisco. got
0: Wilson. You got say yeah. San Francisco.
2: Um, other than that, man, you know who I think is going to be sneaky good next year? I really do. Who's that? Arizona Cardinals. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be pretty oh, good. I,
0: I do. Well, think they're, they're out good. in the West with San Francisco and Seattle. Yeah, which is good thing. Now, uh, but what about the NFC East? You got Dallas.
2: Uh, Dwayne Haskins is going to return the Washington Redskins to prominence. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I
0: you got the sure. NFC South. Um, it looked like, obviously, the Saints are a class of that division. But
1: did...
2: are they? Are they if Drew Brees retires?
1: But is Drew Brees that Drew Brees. good anymore? Drew Brees is going to retire. He may. I think he is. That's my call.
0: And I you've mean, already Drew's, heard you that know, they Drew, want to go Drew, with...
1: Uh, when it comes Teddy, to NFL news, Drew's never wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. I, there's there's a couple of really good teams, I think. Seattle, San Francisco. Um, I don't, you know, the Packers were thirteen and three, but I, I still think that was a lot more smoke and mirrors than than talent. Maybe maybe they'll. And Aaron Rodgers isn't again.
0: getting any better. He's getting older.
2: I mean, no, outside no. the Packers in the North, I mean, does any team really frighten you? Do the Vikings, Bears, or Lions frighten you?
0: No, but uh, what I'm saying is, even if the Vikings lose some of their defensive starters, which they probably will, we still have a chance because the NFC does not look like there's any particular powerhouses except for in the NFC West.
1: Yeah, that's possible. Which gives us a path to the playoffs. If we make the playoffs, we have a chance. You look at the state that the Vikings are in. You know, I was I was still working on that post about the draft, you know, mm-hmm. and I got a hold of a guy who's a big Bills fan, as much as a Bills fan as we are Viking fans. Okay. And after the recording, I took all his picks for his drafts and we went through all the drafts. Then afterwards we were talking, kinda of after the interview, just speaking on the phone, and we were talking about uh he was talking about the Vikings having no money and then we started talking about the Bills have like eighty million dollars. Damn and you got one guy talking about, well, should we sign a, a, a Cooper? Should we sign? You know, you could, they, get, they can sign anybody they want. When you hear one fan talking like that, and I'm just sitting there going, you know, like the beat-up kid in the corner going, we don't have any money. <laughs> 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 in the more, and I want to take his word for it. The Bills are going to be deep into the playoffs next year. They got a good setup going. They got a premier young running back uh, with Singletary. They got a good young quarterback, even though he's got problems. He's still, he's, he's developing pretty well. And he's John not Brown afraid to take out- risks. Brown That's on the sure. outside, and they got a formidable defense. They're building kind of what we had in 2017. But, you know, my point being, let me backtrack to you, what kind of team do we got right now going into the offseason? I mean, the fact that we're broke, we're not going to do anything in free agency, are we? I mean, Not, unless, really they, like we- not
0: unless they got a good chunk of the defense, which very well may happen. They're not going to have the money to do anything.
1: And that that itself puts up a big roadblock to what you want to do, doesn't it? It does. Very it's much a so, yeah. it's a
0: huge gamble, a huge roll of the dice. If you get rid of you know four, five, six starters on the defense, you're taking that dice and you're blowing on it and you're and you're you know hoping to roll a winner when most likely you'll crap out. It's a you ginormous We have a good gamble. draft. How often do you have five starters coming to draft? I you don't. don't get that. You don't get that. You're you're not going to. If you get three, you're lucky. You know, three guys that are going to start and make a difference, you're lucky. One guy that starts and makes a difference as a starter is huge. There's, They don't come around that often. And we're not, we're drafting at what, 25? Number 25? Yep. Especially at that level, they don't exist.
2: I, I don't you know? know that there's, unless it unless somebody really slips that nobody sees coming. I, I don't think there's a, there's a a serious impact guy that far into the first round. May, I mean, maybe it's happened before. Sure. I mean, they, they got Harrison Smith. They traded up late into the first round to get him a few years back. And he's been exceptional. So I, you know,
1: we'll see, we'll see what happens. I know it's a possibility. My point is, it's just going to seem like a long ass tough road. Oh yeah. Oh it is. Yeah, oh can, it is. I hope they can make the right moves and make the right decisions and get the coaching staff figured out. It's just I you know yeah.
0: Well I think coaching staff is pretty much figured out
2: already. It it I mean just it just I mean I said this I think the last show. It just feels like this iteration of the Vikings and the staff has has gone about as far as they can go. I, I mean I I think twenty twenty is is the, the do or die. And, and it just doesn't break, feel. Baby. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel like they're going to start in the pole position coming out of the gate in 2020. I mean, it's, no. you know, if, no. if it's, if it's like the Daytona 500, they're starting in the 25th row and are going to have to move through a lot of traffic to get up to the front. And, Cause they just don't like, you know, Drew said, they don't have money. They're drafting pretty far back in the draft to, you don't generally aren't going to get a lot of solid young talent. You can, Throwing the starting lineup right away and, and make a difference and, and I, I their defense is just I, is going to look a lot different than it is next year or the defense is going to look a lot different next year than it did this year. Just who
1: <clears throat> who did we talk about? Reef, Griffin, uh, Rhodes, Rhodes? Anthony you Harris, know. Anthony Harris. There's You're four losing right uh, They well like McKin- we're losing McKinsey, to, Alexander.
0: The, the we're losing the free agents. Harris and Alexander, Waynes, those three could be gone. Then you have the guys that you can cut for salary cap reasons, which include Griffin, who may be a free agent, depending on his choice. You have Rhodes that you can cut. Reef you can cut. Um, Linval Joseph. Linval Joseph's another good one. Uh, You might think um, Harrison Smith, that would be rough. You might, there's talk of trading Digsy to free up money. You know. Just stupid there's just talk. I just there's God. there's I, I, all I sorts of ways to free I thought up I have a
1: question for you guys. You know, 40, I wanted to ask you
0: guys 45 million.
1: If you got if you're in Spielman and Zimmer's position, right? This is do or die and they, you know, you you essentially know when it's do or die at any job. You right. know, you kind of feel it. Yeah. If if it's about the future and a really good quarterback fell to 25. If you dropped a quarterback at 25, he's not going to start this year. So you're basically shit canning your impact player for the season. Right. So if you're a coach and a, a coach and a GM that feel like they got one foot in the grave and the other one on a bar of soap, do you just not take the quarterback cuz you figure you got to win it this year and you know I, the future's now and you no. I it was,
2: if I was them. There's there's no way I'd take him.
0: No, uh,
1: well.
2: if if I'm if I'm Rick Spielman, honest to God, I'm being I'm I'm playing human nature here. Okay. If human human nature is to save your skin. I don't care Two hoots in hell about the future of the Minnesota Vikings three years from now, if I'm not part of the Minnesota Vikings.
0: You're not I'm doing everything right.
2: I'm doing everything I can to make the team as good as it can to go on as deep a run as I possibly think I can take it to save my job.
1: I, I don't care okay. Okay. I don't care about well, anything that, else. That, that's why, I mean, if a good fall and it happened to be a choice that we all said on draft night, grab him. And that and that what you just said plays into it, then that's not that's not how you run a business. That's not how that should be done. Well,
0: the only exception is, say Tua falls to 25 because of his hip injury. And you're saying, well, he's healthy. He checks out. We're going with Tua. Right? If Spielman says, I'm going to go with Tua, knowing I'm going to sit him this season, talks to Ziggy and says, hey, we've got our quarterback, but we're going to sit here and let him mentor under Kirk Cousins for a year. We may be shitty this season. Will you keep us on if we get him? If he gets the green light then, he may go for, say, Tua at 25 if Tua drops that far.
1: So he uses that for an angle to keep his job.
0: Exactly. (laughs) That's (laughs) the only way. That's the only way. Otherwise, he's going for what he considers an impact starter. You like you know Ted why? I
2: just wanted to run that by you. I wanted to run that. <laughs> Do you know why that's not going to happen, Dave? Why is that? Because he sold Ziggy Wolf on Christian Ponder.
0: <laughs>
2: he 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 sold he sold Ziggy. Well, first of all, he sold Ziggy Wolf on Brett Favre, and that worked for like a year and a half. It
0: worked for uh, a year. Yeah. He
2: sold Ziggy Wolf on Christian Ponder. He sold Ziggy Wolf on Teddy Bridgewater, and uh, which Teddy's, worked
0: until. The knee boot. Teddy's
2: knee. Teddy's knee is a, a completely different topic. Um, and then he 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 sold Ziggy Wolf on dropping eighty four million guaranteed on Kirk Cousins.
0: No, you forgot so, Sam Bradford in there.
2: Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, he sold Ziggy on trading for Sam Bradford too.
0: Very, yeah, very. To good point. save it. So if if which if I'm, compounded that whole, we don't have any money left. Whereas before we had salary cap to play with.
2: If I'm Ziggy Wolf and a guy who has not done his job at the key position in football four times since he's been the GM comes to me and says, I have another solution for this problem that I haven't been able to solve, I, I don't I, I don't care what your rationale is. I don't care. Don't care what your rationale is. But- I, I'm 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 gonna fire you. I'm going to fire you.
0: That would make sense, but the reports are that Ziggy and Mark Williams love Rick Spielman for whatever reason. They think he's the bee's knees or whatever you want to put it. He does whatever's necessary, and they love his decisions. That's what's reported. Now, if that's true or not, I don't know, but that's the rumors I'm hearing. And you and and I and Drew all think— this doesn't make sense. You've had chance A, chance B. We understand chance B. You know, blue knee. Chance C, chance D. You're not cutting it. We need to move on. But I don't know if the Wolfs
1: feel that way.
2: I'm just saying. I,
0: uh,
1: you know, it's I, kind I of go ahead.
2: I I, just, I don't think they're gonna take a quarterback at 25. I think they're gonna. I, I Zimmers,
1: Zimmers already I'm, advocating
2: for a corner. I tell I'm telling you, it, he's gonna it, take it, a corner.
1: It really sucks that and I know there's scouts involved. There's a lot of heads involved or processes to drafting guys and developing guys. But our GM have, the mo- the positions he's most terrible at is quarterback and offensive line and that hurts. That hurts mm-hmm. us fans because we Big can't card. seem to get he can't he can't pick a quarterback to save his life and he sucks at drafting offensive linemen that I mean he's but been what's this will be his ninth year and our O line still is questionable. So Yeah. I wish our general manager sucked at like picking kicker. Well, shit, that's a bad. One. <laughs> I Watch set efforts. myself, I set myself up for that one. That was uh, sweet. I wish he sucked at just picking other things rather than the big positions that matter. I mean, I don't trust. You know, I think, I think, uh, I think Cousins was a hundred percent Spielman's call, and I think Zimmer shook his head and went, "Holy fuck, what are we doing?" And if Spielman talks himself out of the Cousins thing, that he should get GM of the year for the next 10 years because he's so good at this fucking game. He's good at it. The good cousins, at blowing smoke and talking bullshit. Cousins thing into me, I would have said, all right, we're doing this, but I'm going to stick firecrackers in your ass if this doesn't work and <laughs> you're gone. That's it. So maybe that's what we're hinging this last season on. The firecracker in the ass will come at the end of the year, but it sure hasn't worked. What is he what is, what is Kirk 19, 13 and one. And I know more people are involved in winning. You don't like to hang the win up on the quarterback, but still you do 19, oh. 13 and one for 84 million. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, what has it done to all the rest of the contracts? What has it done to the whole team?
2: Well, I mean, it, it, well, I mean, Kirk's contract, it, it's, it's not just Kirk's contract that have them, where they are. I mean, you you look at the contracts they laid out for for Griffin and and for Joseph and for Bar. Rhodes and Barr Bar
0: Bar Barr's a big one
2: and, yeah, and Kendricks. I mean, I, but so I mean, and, and now Kirk's Kirk's contract, you know, by comparison to other quarterbacks, is fairly middle of the road. Now, I mean, I, I don't even know that it's a when when I don't know about in,
0: middle of the road, but I mean it's, it's 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 up there, but it's not it's not a top five contract no
2: it's 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 market value man i I mean it's kirk's kirk's contract and kirk cousins isn't the reason the vikings are are kind of sitting at the precipice that they're sitting at no i I don't i don't think i don't think no
0: i i want to say like i said on the last episode it started back in 2014 when you started started to get your first set of linemen injured and then went on to 2015, and then you had Teddy's knee, and then you had all the linemen die in 2016, and then it, and the getting of Bradford, and it just compounded itself like a rolling snowball, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, until we're at where we're at, where we're basically $10 million over the cap right now and got to figure out how to get under it. It's... They've got to do it, and it's going to cost the defense. If it only costs the offense, then we're screwed. But it's got to cost the defense, and there's enough older players on the defense that are not performing up to par or up to what is expected that should be able to be let go and let the younger, younger guys come in, step up, and let Zimmer work his voodoo on the defense and let Kubiak Work his magic on the offense to solve Jesus. it. If Voodoo that's and
1: magic—that's magic. what we're relying on. Voodoo and magic. That, that's yours.
0: all we got, baby. That's Voodoo all we Voodoo. got.
1: So, the booter style tour. So we're back to if then.
0: We're if, back to if, Simmer if can, then, exactly. If Zimmer
2: can coach up the, the young guys, and if Kubiak can,
0: can make the can offense find same. that
2: old magic, then the Vikings might not be bad.
0: Man. Exactly. That's
2: the way to start off 2020.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: happy thing new year
0: everybody i
1: think i heard with d filippo if he oh he's in magic he's gonna voodoo he's a magic man you're gonna bring in this big offense i heard it all off season big flop show well is Kirk, it start? Is Kirk Cousins where he should be i hear two sides of the story a lot of people say wow he's got amazing weapons how could he not be any better and then i other hear other people say we haven't really built a team that works to his strengths what is it with Kirk cousins
0: no, he, he's got weapons. I mean, obviously, he was the fifth-ranked quarterback
1: in the league per PFF. It's just that. Uh, but run first offensive line. Should you, you have built a pass-balking first offensive line and then worried about the run after that?
0: Except for the coach wants to run first.
1: Well, you, but, but you don't run. The strength of your team is the guy who touches the fucking ball every, every Adapt week. Adapt your team
2: to the skills your players have. I mean, whatever. Hey, Steve Hutchinson went to the Hall of Fame.
0: Ah, hey, that was great, wasn't it? He's going in as a Viking. Hey,
2: they, they, don't, they don't put hats on like they do in baseball, dude. They just go in the Hall of Fame.
0: No, they go <laughs> in with them.
2: No, they don't.
0: No? Well, I know the, the bus doesn't have anything on it, but oh. I thought they picked it, their team.
1: Hutch, Michigan. Outline, Ohio State, but we'll talk about that in another show. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just, you know, I, part of me always says, anyway, Cousins is, he's good enough to get you to the Super Bowl, but, you know, and then I see these other quarterbacks that are playmakers. He doesn't make any of these plays that these guys make. So, like, I guess we're just going to have to get through next season to see what happens. But there's too many ifs up in the air for me. This whole thing oh, yeah. seems like. Oh,
0: yeah, like if they extend Cousins.
1: See, and that's
2: that's where I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, if, I, if I'm Wilf, you know, but if, if I'm Wilf and and the Vikings are kind of where we think they might be, kind of eight and eight, nine and seven ish, kind of a one and done feel to them if they make the playoffs. Right. Do, do you extend Cousins? I mean, do you keep Spielman? Do you keep Zimmer? I mean, that now now it kind of seems like you're you're getting into Marvin Lewis with the Bengals territory. I mean, Marvin had some good regular seasons, but the but the Bengals. Never did anything of consequence. I don't even think they want a playoff game under him.
0: I've heard yeah, that,
1: but that comparison by other fans, Marv Lewis <laughs> syndrome.
0: Yeah, but did you get to uh, Andy Reid? What? Andy Reid <laughs> did that for so many years, <laughs> where he just I mean, made the playoffs.
2: But uh, I mean, with the cheat, or with the
0: with the with Chiefs, the we got to bring it back with, to the Super Bowl. Obviously, he won today for the but first. With, time. I mean,
2: when he was with the Eagles, he went to the NFC Championship four straight years before. He broke through and got to the Super Bowl, and then he lost it, you know, like, to the Patriots. So I, I I, think that's kind of a, I don't know, i, I take I, Andy Reid over, I don't know, it doesn't matter what I
0: think. <laughs> I'm, I'm but, just saying, I, I, I don't know, 2020, or 2020, 2020 is going to be hard on all of us Vikings fans, because we know there's a lot of changes that have to happen. Right, and if they don't, we know we're in trouble. So, it's going to be tough. But here at Good Morning Gallahorn, we're here to talk about it, baby. And whether it be good, or more on the positive side, or on the negative side, or plus or minuses, or different things we think of, especially after each of us have almost five decades of fandom at peace, we'll let you know. And which is sweet. And hopefully everything works out at the end. Because as Vikings fans, we all want that Super Bowl victory. Absolutely every one of us. I don't know one of us that doesn't.
2: If I don't die before I'm 120,
1: then the Vikings might win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah,
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
1: It just a lot of the season feels a lot tougher than it did last year and even even the year previous. I kind of feel like you know what we used to do is come out with some kind of demo in april or may and then we go out on tour in like june for summer right and uh i think 94 was my really kick-ass band we went out we kicked ass all over northern california we were playing with y and t we were playing with ronnie montrose we were having good shows and then i lost my drummer and my guitar player uh, about january of the the following year and i thought to myself no matter who I fucking get, it ain't going to be like it was. That's how I feel right now about the Vikings. Yeah. And, and sure enough, I got a really good I had a guitar player and a drummer, and we cut a CD, and it wasn't as good. The live shows weren't as good. We weren't getting booked at the same the places, venues right. we were getting booked at. It just, I mean, it wasn't the same. And I knew it. I knew it when I lost those guys, and I had to do it over. I knew in my head it wasn't going to be the same because I had the perfect guys in the band so i kind of feel like the vikings see last offseason i was thinking well, we're a playoff team we're certainly a playoff team how deep can we go and that's going to justify zimmer and spielman's longevity yes. i knew we were a playoff team yes i don't i don't i feel right now guys like a six and ten team i felt or six and ten season i don't want to say team because well, i don't want to say yet. better than that but I, that, I know but that's how i feel right now and last off season, I was thinking we're playoffs. We're going to the play. I felt really strongly about that. Oh, I don't I, feel that.
0: I've got a question. My for face you, Drew.
1: is dwindling.
0: Drew, when you lost your drummer and you lost your guitar player, did sitting down and composing music by yourself help your mental state?
1: Say you were no. I was soiling myself because I had to come out with another CD of. of... <laughs> I had another you see you cut your CD in August and then you send your shit out to like Nam and these music festivals. Uh-huh. I, I knew when I cut these new songs they weren't gonna be as good because half my songwriting came from the guitar player. Ah. I, shat I my pantaloons. I did the lyrics and he did the music, we kind of combined it. And the new guy was good, but he was just like he wasn't he didn't have the is same. Maybe it's the same between a quarterback and a center snap or something, or a quarterback and a wide receiver. If you're on with somebody and you know what's going on, you're both on the same page, it works a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like like when Mahomes threw that long bond to, to Hill, if you look at the center replay they showed the second time, he just threw it. He threw it because he knew where Hill was going to He threw that ball deep knowing Hill was going to catch up to it or stop and wait for it. He knew he was going to be there. So when you get two guys on the same page, I don't feel like the Vikings are going to be on the same page this year. I'm just really well, I'm pessimistic to begin with. But... I don't see what they can do. If they had money in, to be active in free agency, I'd feel better about it. But the fact that you take all that away and that you have to rely so much on creating space, to ah, create the money. Yes.
2: I, I felt every every year under the Mike Zimmer era, except his first year, 2014, 15, 16, 17, and 18, uh, and even even this past year, 2019. Every season felt like they had acquired enough talent to go to the playoffs and make a deep run. And and I I'm looking at the talent there's there's gonna be talent on offense, but now you're asking the offense to pretty much carry the carry defense at least at, at least for the first part of the year until those new guys get acclimated and and like you said, it's it's gonna be new faces, new roles, new responsibilities. And I yeah, I, I'm I'm with
1: you, man. I'm with you, Drew. All we'll ahead. see we yeah, see what happens. A lot can change, and we don't want to predict records in February. No, but no, you know, no. but if you, if I had to right now, I'm just not feeling good from a gut standpoint, which sucks because I have a pretty big gut. You think I'd hold a lot in there? But <laughs> I, I hope things well, change around. As the season goes, the off goes on. And we do this. Maybe things will. I, I don't know. Like like Ted said many episodes ago, right when you're down for the count as a Viking fan, something surprises you and it's good, and they jump out to a seven and zero start, and we're all going. Where'd that come from? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Well,
0: That's hey, nice. let's go on and not win not lose the next five. Um Well, you know me. If I get into a particular mood or emotional state, I throw it into my artwork. Drew Dude, I want
1: a picture to Shakira tomorrow. <laughs> I I'll
0: have to find one. <laughs> Anyways. Um I Drew, I do want you to put some Something into music, how you feel about going into 2020? You're a composer; you can do that. You're a marvelous musician, Ted. I would love for you to put in your talents into creating something. You're not, oh,
2: you're not my dad. Don't tell me what to do.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, hey! I know I'm not your dad. I'm just, you know, a fellow Good Morning Galahorn I, I, personality. I, I, have,
1: I have no talents, brother. Maybe I'll. Well, remake. you have a
0: couple, but Maybe I won't say I'm on air.
1: I'm still alive by Pearl Jam because that's what we're going to have to go on next year. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I don't know. It's, it's good to talk about, but I just feel like the Vikings are really backed up now. I don't know.
2: Yeah. 2020 is going to be a challenge. I think it's gonna be the most challenging year of, of Zimmer and
1: Spielman's tenure without, without question. Okay. I just don't want it to be a complete waste. Then we clean the house and I'm going, why didn't we do this last year and spend 2020 at least getting ahead of the damage control. the whole See, time?
2: That's my fear. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to start. They're going to start the rebuild a year too late, and when you should have started it a year too early.
1: Possible.
0: Whatever. Well, rolling this back since we've uh, gone our time limit. Looking back at the Super Bowl, both San Francisco and Kansas City were not in the big game in 2019. They obviously are 2000, for 2019 Super Bowl. 2018 season they made it in the 2019 season and made it to the Super Bowl this year so that does give us a slight twinkle bit of hope. Moving forward.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Ted, don't forget we got voodoo and magic, baby. Yeah, yeah. Never and count those it, two things out. It,
0: if
2: if teams that haven't been in the Super Bowl in twenty years make it, then maybe
1: the Vikings can make it. That's another maybe. Answer that we can add.
0: Maybe. But Drew, I know you're coming up. We're coming into draft season, and you're going to work on your big boards, which after I hope the combine. to. Combine.
1: Yeah, I'll start in after the combine,
0: which I hope to focus on. Ted, have you got anything coming up? On Daily Norseman, since you're wearing your Daily Norseman t-shirt, or no. anything coming in
1: the future? No. Not no. a thing. Do I have to buy one of those if I want one, or do you have an extra one? Uh,
2: I don't How have much an extra are they? one. I, 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 mine was, hey, was free. I'll, we, uh, should I'll tell, offline.
0: we should tell the Grand Poobah, since we are a member of SB Nation, that hey. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, well, Hit him up. Yep. So, anyways, any last words you'd like to say, Ted? Uh,
2: yeah, we mentioned Steve Hutchinson making the Hall of Fame. I thought that was Which awesome. Awesome. Um, un- unfortunately, Vikings. Uh, uh, one that was kind of brutal for me. We lost a former Viking great this past week in in defensive end and Hall of Famer Chris Dolman. Um, he was Dolman, man. He was part of a. I would argue the second best defensive line in Vikings history with. With him, Keith Millard, Henry Thomas, and um, um, and and Dolman, um, that that line was ferocious. There there was that one year in the late '80s where both Dolman Dolman had like 21 and a half sacks. I think Millard had like 18 or 19. They got yeah.
0: like 71 or 75 sacks for a defense that season, which is that outstanding. was outstanding.
2: That was just one of the better defenses in vikings history and 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 chris dolman was uh a large part of the vikings going on on the run they did and he was a he was a great player for a a very long time and uh and rest in peace chris dolman you uh you brought a lot of vikings fans a lot of great memories over the year
1: it's well said i uh i got You know, I kind of did a little deep dive after the other day when all that stuff was going on, and I rewatched a lot of the games that I had seen uh, Doman play and 150 sacks for his career, and he's pretty underrated. You don't really hear a lot about... I mean, there's only four guys that have ever played in this league who have more sacks than Chris Doman. Four. He's the fifth highest sacker in all of the league. And somebody told me the other day, they called me, we were talking Vikings, they said, how did Doman get so many sacks? I know he was quick off the edge. You know, he he had that dip move, and he could really fly off the edge. But how did he get the sacks, do you think, Drew? And I said, you know why he got so many sacks? Because I think a lot of quarterbacks underestimated the 10-foot rule with Chris Dolman. They, usually when you got somebody coming at you, you know in your head how long you got to throw it. Mm-hmm. Chris Dolman had the incredible gift of covering 10 feet in like 0.33 seconds. He got off the edge, and he would get to the quarterback— he would get to the quarterback so fast, I don't think they realized it. And he's got a lot of sacks that way. But I will say the most impressive thing I ever saw Billman do, and he did it all the time, he would get a hand on the quarterback as the quarterback's throwing,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then he would be the guy that tackles the running back in the flat on the same play. <laughs> yeah. On the same play, he was that fast to get outside and tackle the running. He was so fast and everywhere. He was always around the ball. And God bless him, man. He's just a great player, and he's, I'm glad he was a Viking. and uh, Yeah. Hail to, to Chris Dolman! You're one of the greatest ever, and in terms of defensive end, I put him right up there with Carl Eller and, and anybody, but, I, you know, it was the second greatest defensive line we've ever had. and It was fun to watch, and I'm glad he was on our team. Yep. Amen. I know his passing hit me
0: hard because that was a position I played and how he played it with that lean into the tackle and be able to get underneath and so quick to the quarterback and there's nothing as a defensive end. There's nothing like hearing the air go out of a quarterback's lungs as you sack them. And he was one of those that took pleasure in that. And it was just so sweet. And it is so tragic how he died. He fought to the end. Um. It's just our hearts go out to him. Absolutely, go yep. out to him. It 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 hurt me, and I we we hate to see him go. But till Valhalla.
1: Dol- yep. Dolman Tour 2020. Yeah, Dolman Tour 2020. Let's pick up the pieces and get it.
0: Any oh. last words, Drew,
1: beyond that? No, I, 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 I like I'll just end it with that because I'm not feeling real good right now. Kind of, Kind of sad. It is.
0: But we just finished the Super Bowl. Kansas City won their second Super Bowl of their history 50 years after they beat us. And we move on into the off-season now. Uh, the new year officially starts March 14th, if I remember correctly. And we go on from there. There'll be lots going on. And Ted, Drew, and myself will be here to cover it with you. So, Joy, good morning. we doing a
1: live draft this year? we doing a live draft. Oh, show.
0: absolutely. That's good. one live show we'll do is live draft.
1: Call Gates. Tell him to make arrangements now. I know he's got his big fucking schedule. (laughs) You got that, Chris? You're on the hook. Anyways. All right, guys. Skull, everybody. We'll
0: see you in a week or two.
1: Thanks for watching.
0: See ya.